0: Hello and welcome back to our ECHO Chicago podcast series and welcome to episode two of our three-part run, ECHO Chicago and AmeriCare's Partnering for Mental Health. In today's episode, we'll get the chance to hear from one of the clinics that joined both our Behavioral Health Integration and our Serious Mental Illness for Free and Charitable Clinics series. The entire team from the Community Clinic of Southwest Missouri were fantastic participants, And have made some really incredible changes to the provision of mental health care in their clinic space both as a result of their team's dedication and perseverance and as a result of what they learned and applied as a result of joining both echo series and so without further ado i'd like to welcome two of the clinic's team members to our podcast to tell you more about their experiences
1: I'm Stephanie Brady, the Executive Director of the Community Clinic of Southwest Missouri. And I'm Christine Gustafson, the Mental Health Counselor here.
0: Wonderful. Well, it's nice to have you both with us. So could you tell me a little bit about, for that first series that you joined, the Behavioral Health Integration Series, what prompted your team uh, and the two of you to join that series? I can tell you that for us, we
1: had been had started on working with mental health services Uh, A a few years prior to us joining that ECHO series, but we realized that we really needed to to collaborate more, that we wanted it to become more of an integrated program rather than a standalone program. We feel like um, if that, you know, if, if the patient has more of a holistic approach to their health care, including mental health, they're going to have better health outcomes. So we really wanted it to be more integrated into our whole system. So that was our reasoning that we really kind of started um, with the ECHO series. Well, and I think that mental health plays a huge role on physical health, and that wasn't really in everybody's mind at the time. So having that series and kind of teaching us that collaboration was important, really helped.
0: And then from there, you also chose to come back and join us again for the series Mental Illness Echo Series um, just a couple of months ago. Can you talk about why you you chose to come back? We're happy that you did. I'm just curious to hear uh, what about it um, intrigued you both.
1: I think that um, as we got into mental health more as a clinic, we realized that there were a lot more serious mental health issues that were were coming um, our way, so learning to identify those needs and learning to identify them as a team was really important, um, and also just learning how we really need to um, increase our resources in that area. So that kind of provided that. And we also <laughs> had started on that road, you know, on that road, and we saw what progress we were making. And I think we wanted to continue with that progress. So it it really kind of flowed well into the next step for us.
0: And can you tell me a little bit about like what you took away from this series? Um, Either both of them, one of them, uh, what what those key takeaways were for you? Um, We made a lot of procedural changes.
1: But I think the most important one is our monthly meetings. We now have a monthly collaboration meeting, and that gives the opportunity for the doctors and nurses and, you know, and our navigator and myself to all sit down and say, what patients are needing a more integrative approach? How can we help them? What do we need to do? Do we have any community resources and so forth? But it really Helps solidify that we never had meetings before like that so now that regular meeting just it really helps our patients and i think it also helped us to realize that we're capable of doing this i think that you know sometimes mental health is a little daunting and um, for our board um uh going into it you know they they were a little bit nervous and they were they're now seeing that we have the capacity to manage this and it gave us um, some successes to be able to take back to the board to the point where our board actually decided, voted to change our mission to include mental health in the mission statement. Um, so I think that it, that was a huge takeaway for us to be able to really see that we have that, the capacity to do a lot more than what we had done in the past and, and provide those better outcomes for our patients. It also helped reduce the stigma of right. mental health, just not just for, you know, not just for our patients, but how staff treat our patients based, you know, because of mental health. Um, it's just more open. We're more able to talk about it. Right. Well, and I think also our um, primary care provider gained some insight into m- more, you know, those resources available. Um, to mental health, and being able to um, rely on uh, Christine and our counseling services and know that we've got those resources available in-house now that can improve our patients.
0: I mean, those are fantastic, fantastic takeaways, and just congratulations again on the change to your mission statement. That is incredible, and um, you know, I'm just glad Echo could be a small part of making that happen, but I think it's really just a testament to to you both and your team and um, and the care that you're providing your patients, which was also incredibly evident in the series uh, with the cases and ways that you talked about the care. Um, you said that you were able to bring some of those successes back to the board, and I'm curious if there are any of those that you could share also just like what those looked like on a day-to-day basis for your clinic. Um,
1: So we, for our board, I can tell you that, you know, I, um, Christine had a a specific patient who had been dealing with um, obesity and um, some mental health issues around obesity and was really um, needing some, some mindfulness techniques and was needing some things that could help um, them move the needle for themselves. And I was able to show the board from this one specific patient, the patient had uh, basically told us how they don't know where, one, they don't know where they'd be without the the services offered by the clinic and that those mental health services really improved their outlook um, and their ability to actually make changes in their own personal lives that would help their overall health. Um, So being able to take that back to the board and show them that on this one specific instance, This person was, you know, um, was extremely depressed, um, didn't have, was stressed out, didn't have the resources, um, at their fingertips or didn't realize that they have resources internally, even that they could pull on, um, and being able to then meet with Christine and be able to, um, have that integrated approach, uh, for mental health services in our clinic um, they really did improve, and the board loved seeing that, They and it made them feel much more confident in, one, the our ability to, to do the work, and two, um, the importance of that work, uh, so whenever, and we had other patients who went back to work because of, you know, I mean, and that's huge. They, they got care. They got mental health care. They were doing better, and they were able to go back to work, you know, and be end up in in um, competitive employment with insurance. So, you know, all of those kinds of things showing just how much um, that integrated approach and that um, intervention with counseling can really change somebody's lives. You you know, I think that our board also automatically assumed that um, every single patient, if we opened up our services, that every single patient would be extremely high need mental health services. And we see the gamut of people from stress, anxiety, depression to bipolar disorder. So realizing that it's not every single person is uh, at um, high high risk, but there are people who are just struggling. So I think that that was really helpful for our board to see as well. Do you have anything else you want to Mm -hmm. say on that? No, just that one patient that came in Um, with obesity, she ended up losing 60 pounds and her A1C, she's no longer on insulin. So, and that was a direct effect of counseling. We also have cooking classes and we do a mindfulness approach to cooking and Fitbit group. So it's, it's nice to see the change and it's nice to see them wake up and say, oh my gosh, I am doing this
0: this way. I need to change it. You also mentioned that you felt like the series helped to maybe destigmatize getting mental health care, um, destigmatize some of those conversations or make the conversations more open. I'm curious if there are uh, like changes to the way that you hear providers talking about mental health, changes to kind of the attitude towards, towards mental health care overall in the clinic. I can tell you that our nursing staff historically um we
1: would refer out to the the mental health provider in town, and that mental big mental health provider has very much a stigma around it as you know it is the um it it's the place that you go whenever there's no other options, and it has a stigma as to the type of person who goes there as well as its that typical thought of you know every every negative connotation you know. <laughs> And the the great thing is that now our nursing staff they're like, oh you you need to see our our, um, our counselor and it's a positive thing. oh you need to see Christine. you need to see Dr. Snyder. they talk about it um, in, the, in the terms of, hey, we've got uh, this connection that can really help you um, feel better um, that can really help you get over this hump that you're dealing with So I've heard them approach the patients in a way that makes the patients feel more comfortable. We have a patient who calls Christine his his, uh, life coach. And you know what? If that's what works for him, then we're going to call the counselor the life coach for that person. And it's just kind of reframing some of that whole talk. Um, I also got all of the staff little break the stigma pins. Um, Missouri did a, a campaign about um, break the stigma of mental health. So, you know, I, I shared those with staff and reminded them that we are our whole focus is to make this part of what we do and on a daily basis. So it's much more integrated. And, it, and it, we've inter, even integrated it into like our hiring process. We also talk about it at, at staff, staff meetings. meetings. Where that was never talked about five years ago at staff meetings. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just it's just opened up mental health to actually be part of this process instead of instead of like an in the closet process. <laughs> well, and I've even had Christine do like mindful moments in our staff meetings and things like that. And and she, you know, I've got little mindful minutes on my that she's given me for my um, computer to to remind me of those types of things. Just to because we need it as well as our patients. Mm-hmm. So um, re- remembering that as the staff, that we're also dealing with stress and anxiety and depression and all kinds of different things. So we try to, to bring as much of that positivity into that uh, the staff as we can. And we do sit down and talk about burnout. Mm-hmm. You know, like we'll sit down and talk about just our staff being burnt out together because our field is is can be very tight.
0: So one of the things that's kind of unique about both the BHI series and the SMI series is that we have teams join rather than individuals, um, which is different from how a lot of our ECHO series run. And I know you talked about how, you know, you've started these monthly meetings where you're talking about care in a more integrated way. I'm wondering while your team was in each series, what was that process like having multiple people from your team join the different sessions and kind of be in that process together? I think it allowed us to come back and talk about it afterwards about
1: what we learned. I think that it would, this would not be, we wouldn't have been successful if it was just Christine with this, because you have to have everybody on board. And, you know, we've had some um, uh, some ups and downs with, with the, how much um, invested people have been in the past. And we've really worked to change that. And um, our newest nurse practitioner that we've just hired is really involved in in moving forward with this, with the, what we've learned from this process. Um, but I don't think, you know, I, I, I you have to be, um, you have to have a team approach in order to make changes at the at the program or, or organizational level. And, um, you know, for instance, I don't think that we would have, if I wasn't involved in this series, if I wasn't involved, the, the changes at the board level probably wouldn't have happened. Um, or it would have been more of a struggle for it to happen. Um, so I think that there's a lot of benefit to the team approach.
0: Yeah.
1: I really wanted Stephanie to be part of a lot of the meetings, even though she didn't have to be a part of a lot of the meetings, um, just so she could have a better understanding. Mm-hmm. Because I think as an executive director, not knowing the mental health side and not understanding the connection between mental health and physical health, mm-hmm it's, it's a disservice to her. So, I mean, she can't, you can't um, advocate, you know, for the change um, if you don't understand it. So, um, so it was very helpful. Well, and Christine and my team make me a better director because I, they challenge, you know, and that's what you need to have around you is people who challenge you. And um, that helps um, our organization be stronger and it helps me be a, a better leader.
0: We've talked a little bit about practice changes that have resulted from the series. Is there anything else that you wanted to add to that? Anything we haven't touched on in that? We do, we do the
1: PHQ 9 and the GAD um, 7, like the short version now, um, during intake on Wednesdays uh, because that's our diabetic clinic day. So we have the most number of people that day. And we also do it um at annual reviews and whenever somebody some new patients new patient. Um so that's we never did that before. So that was definitely a new change. Um and we learned how important that was through our PDSAs. So it was important for us to do that just so we could see that there was a need there and there was a need for change there. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the other things that um That was a significant change. And I think that's also helped us to break the stigma a lot because our, you know, we have patients who are coming in who um, our nursing staff and our our providers would never have thought that they needed any kind of an intervention. And whenever we're doing those assessments and they're coming up as having some significant needs, it's making our staff realize, oh, you know, I need to reframe how I'm thinking in terms of, of what um, our patients' needs are. So I think that, that those little changes are have been huge for us. And sometimes it takes work yeah. to get them to see the need. Right, But we're willing to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, another kind of unique part of these two series is the inclusion of the PDSAs, the Plan Do Study Act Cycles that we ask teams to participate in, um, where you're making some kind of small changes, some kind of incremental quality improvement processing. Um, And I'm curious. It sounds like that impacted the uh, use of the PHQ9 and the GAD7. Is that right?
1: That is correct. Yes. Okay. And are there? We we actually just did the PHQ9. We had two questions on there for depression that we did on the first series, and on the second series we added the GAD7, which was actually really good timing because with the pandemic, stress and anxiety has increased pretty dramatically. So, um, and then actually we moved it from just new patients to annual visits and, um, and every uh, diabetic clinic. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that going through the process of doing the PDSAs was really helpful as well because it made us think as a team and made us think through different aspects of what we were doing. So that was also beneficial. And it's something we'll use in the future. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoy doing it. And like, if we need to decide whether or not there's another change, I think that's probably the way we'll
0: do it. To wrap up, I'm curious, like, where do you hope that this will go in the future? What are you hoping um, for mental health care in your clinic moving forward? Well, we have a couple of things. One, uh, we are actively seeking
1: a mental health provider for our board of directors. We don't have one of those right now. Um, but I think it's also that we are looking for another um, mental health provider um, in the clinic. Um, But I also think just continuing to reduce the stigma, continuing to um, want it to be something that we continue to do and we continue to expand services and continue to um, be more integrated um, and work more and more whenever we do have a a significant patient need um, that we have those resources set up and, and are able to meet those needs. And we're working on a mental health wall in our lobby, so that'll help as well. Um, it's going to say like mental health matters and it'll give some anxiety techniques. It'll give a lot of mindfulness techniques and some depression techniques. It'll all be on the wall. So when people are just sitting in the lobby, they can look at it and, and decide what they need. It may have some takeaways too. We're not sure how it's still kind of in the process, but yeah, that's wonderful. Got some of it started. And that's another thing that we feel like will also help to reduce the stigma, um, because it'll be something that's right there. Only other thing I would say is that it's just been a really a, a beneficial program for us. I think that there were so many times whenever um, some aha moments, whenever we were listening to the different speakers or listening to some of the other um, participants, and we were like, oh, we need to do that, or oh, we're doing that, and, and we're doing it well. So I think that it was really helpful for us to get some validation, but also for us to get some um some great ideas to be able to implement in our clinic. So I would definitely encourage others, you know, to participate in in this in the future because it's it really can help you to evolve your your clinic to the next level.
0: Thank you so much to Stephanie, Christine and the entire Community Clinic of Southwest Missouri team for joining us for both series and another congratulations on all of the incredible changes and progress that you've made. We look forward to your team's continued success and hope that everyone listening today will join us again next week when we hear from one of the other teams that joined us for both of these series.